Welcome back to Titanium Bros Media, presenting the Sean and Robin Show. You can find us on iTunes, BlackBerry Podcast, the Stitcher app, and Blueberry.com, and a whole bunch of other places. So, to jump right into things today, I want to uh, go over this popular female notion. I know, words don't don't belong in the same sentence, but we're just going to go with that. Um, They belong. Yeah, okay. So, anyways... um, and I've heard this from women over the years, and um, it's it's really funny to me. They say that you know guys, they they, they want a girl who's, who's smart and who can hold a conversation, and yes. they, they don't just want some hot girl who's stupid. Oh no, hot too. Hot's yeah. nice. Yeah. See, that's the thing though. That's looking for a needle in a stack of needles. <laughs> oh yeah, you're super hot, but you're also really, really, really smart. Okay, that's that's great. Um, and that I'm sure exists out there somewhere. But I'm looking for that less than 1%. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you and the Occupy Wall Street protesters, you go right ahead and look for that 1%. Don't, don't put me in that. I'm looking for that girl. I believe that those girls are out there. I'm a great guy and I, I deserve that, that caliber of woman. Yes. And I'm sure that you also believe Santa Claus will be bringing you lots and lots of presents next year. I'm sorry, this year. It's already next year. But he will. No, huh? that that man loves well, me. Well, what I want to go over is this. Um, and and ladies, this is just really more of a pu- public service announcement. We will sacrifice your intelligence for your looks. Bottom line, that th- that's that's really yeah. a very easy trade off. If you came to us and said, "Do you want a hot chick who's dumb or a smart chick who's not hot?" We're going to take the hot but dumb chick every single time. And that's just how it works. And that's just a truism. It's not like, oh, well, you know, I'm being a misogynist. That's just how we are. That's just, that's reality. I I can't really fully disagree with you. Of course not. I'm right. Okay. Well, there's a, a hypothesis that I have, and it is the donut factor. The donut factor is there's nothing but fried dough and nothing in the middle, and it looks good and tastes good, but there really isn't anything there. And the donut factor is this. Uh, when a guy gets out of high school or becomes sexually active, I'm going to put the two in line. Like, let's say out of high school, sexually active. There's so much that the guy will put up with in order to get laid. And it's the nonstop talking or not having any content to say or, you know, whatever annoying habits because she's hot. And there is definitely a correlation between how hot a girl is and how much he will put up with. But when he's 18 and first sexually active, and I'm just saying that as a benchmark, there's a lot he's going to put up with in order to get laid and some douchebags and a-holes out there won't but you know it's i'm talking first time and things like that so once he realizes that oh there's more fish in the sea and there's more women like this and there's amazing women then the donut factor goes down the guy will not put up with as much in order to get laid do you disagree well when you say put up with i don't um uh, we're not talking about the same thing. Like, I won't put up with some big mouth bitchy broad in order to get laid. Because your donut factor is down to zero. No, but I'm saying as far as in, you're you're taking it as nothing in the middle is like this intelligence. I'm not going to like meet a chick and try to discuss uh, Middle East politics with her. I'm not going to meet a chick and say, who do you but think you is going to get the you Republican wouldn't. nomination in 2012? Because th- she's not going to have any idea what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, but you're not going to date that girl either. Well, what does the word date mean? Okay, if you wanted to have sex with a girl that's hot that's or a go date. or go to 
Hey, chicks are the ones who That's did that. That's a booty call. No, 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 no. Chicks are the ones who did that. Let me give you the example. Two chicks are talking. Oh, you know, I'm going out with that guy tonight. Ooh, a date. Oh, no, it's not a date. So she's saying right there, I'm not going to sleep with that guy. So then that means date means sex. Chicks did that, not us. Okay. And for that very hot but dumb chick, are you going to take her out to dinner? Or would you take her out to dinner? Well, I mean, no, no place you wouldn't. Expen- no place no. expensive. So that's a booty call. But no place expensive. Okay. Well, you're like, okay, you need some sustenance because I'm going to rail you. Okay. But if I want to go out to a nice dinner and have a great conversation, then I'm going with the boys because you need somebody who can appreciate the food also. Oh my gosh. Okay. If you're going out with all these hot chicks, they're going to eat a salad anyway. No, they're not. I, I know a lot of hot chicks that are, that have metabolite metabolisms that rival King Kong. So... No, I, I don't think that that's a factor. Still, at the end of the day, you're not going to be wasting money on some broad at dinner. So it's not a date. If you're having sex, it so is. So you're not dating them. If no. you have sex, it is. No, it's a booty call. How is it just a booty call? You, you, can, you can, I don't know, just sit at her place and talk then. That's fine. And I'm sure you would. You'd be like, okay, well, let's go to your place and um, it's getting kind of late and let's get to it. Or there's some type of you want to be seen with them and you converse with other people. Right? No, that's like cocktail party stuff. And I that's, don't know. That's taking sand to the beach. Okay. Let's say red carpet. You're not talking anyway. Okay. So that comes down to like trophy wife then. Well, shouldn't they all be? <laughs> I believe there's there's a certain way you should maintain yourself. Yes. I mean, just as much as you should have a trophy wife, shouldn't she have a trophy husband? For sure. For sure. All right. So this is this is symbiotic here. We're sucking but off But it doesn't other. always work that way. You see a lot of hot girls with fugly guys. That's because they have great healthy bank accounts. That's true. That's absolutely true. I'm not saying it's 100% all the way across the board. As a matter of fact, someone sent this, um, someone sent this to me, and I'm going to read it. This, is, uh, this has to do with um, girls and guys and how they look. And at first, I clicked. It was on Facebook. And at first I clicked like, because I'm like, okay, that's, that's kind of cool and stuff. Then I read it again and I got kind of like upset. I was like, wait a minute, that, that isn't quite right. That shouldn't be that way. And I was thinking the guy's a tool. And, uh, now that I've totally spoiled the, uh, the outcome of that one, I don't care. Um, I'm going to read it and listeners, you're going to find out what I have to say on this one. Here we go. Wow, this person has a lot of posts. Here it is. Where is it? Here we go. Here we go. All right. There was a blind girl who hated herself because she was blind. She hated everyone except her loving boyfriend. He was always there for her. She told her boyfriend, if I could see the world, I'd marry you. One day, someone donated a pair of eyes to her. When the bandages came off, she was able to see everything, including her boyfriend. He asked her, now that you can see the world, will you marry me? The girl looked at her boyfriend, saw that he was blind. The sight of his closed eyelids shocked her. She hadn't expected that. The thought of looking at him for the rest of her life led her to refuse to marry him. His girlfriend left him in tears and days later she got a note from him saying, take good care of your eyes, my dear. Before they were yours, they were mine. And this is how the human brain often works and stuff. And people like that, like, oh, that's so sad and stuff like that. And I'm like, fuck that. He is a fucking idiot. A girlfriend 
I mean, I can understand donating a kidney or something to your wife, the mother of your kids and shit, but will you marry me if you could see? And she hated everyone. What kind of guy is settling for a girl? And I'm not saying because of the blind, like because of a handicap, but hated everything in the world and miserable, really? And you're going to be like, I'm going to give my ass to you. What a whooped fucking little puppy. So... We're going back to like, how dumb can you be? How dumb is this guy? How dumb is this guy? I'm going to take my eyes out and give them to you. And that's a very noble thought. And then, but she was, (laughs) but you know what? The idea, the romanticized, and I'm usually the romantic on this show, but how shallow is that woman? And how stupid can that guy be to be like, okay. And I know this is just a story. I got it. But come on, people, the writing's on the wall. And so back to what you're talking about with the how hot and dumb can you be? There's absolutely a correlation of what guys will put up with if there's a girl that's hot enough. That's that's my entire point. And for those chicks who think that that's not true or that doesn't make any sense, you're you're really just like I said, it's it's personification. You're giving us these human qualities. We're very simple creatures. If you're smart, that's great. That's a bonus. Well, it is a bonus. Well, kinda, well you know kinda. what? You, you said it. Kind of. That's a Freudian slip. I don't actual, give a shit. You said no, 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 it. No, 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 that no, is no, a no, bonus. It's you a, will enjoy. I've seen you have conversations it's, and enjoy them with females. Because I was staring down their shirt. The, the, the thing is this. Bullshit. The thing is this. Really, really Ladies smart out there, chicks. He actually, really, really he, smart chicks. Okay? They can't shut up. They can't shut up about being smart. So that's why it's kind of Yes, they like, can. No, because they're smart enough to know that a fool opens his mouth. What is it? What is that saying? Uh, better for people to think you're a fool than open your mouth and prove you are one. No, no, no. But I'm not saying and they're women foolish. out there are smart enough to know like, okay, this, this is the dynamic. Bullshit. Is- <laughs> That's ridiculous. Those, those, those highly intelligent chicks, they cannot stop talking. They can't stop blathering on about stuff. There are studies that have been done that show that women who have higher intelligence levels enjoy sex less because they're too cerebral. They're always in their head and they're always thinking. Okay. Now that's a different like subject. It. No, it's not. Because when it's a girl's in her head about sex, then they're not going to enjoy no, it. No, 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 no. It's not, not in her head about sex, but just always their, their brains are always going. They're really smart people. So they're, they're yeah, you got to switch it off going. to be into sex because right, guys exactly. definitely are not thinking while they're right. sex. So, guys are so fucking having a bright chick or talking to a bright chick. Okay. That can be interesting. But as far as in, you know, a smart chick or whatnot, I'm sorry. And, and generally speaking, they're not even that attractive anyway. Smart chicks? Generally speaking, not every single one. Okay, I'm sure I'm there's gonna... a Perfect 10 model who's also a member of Mensa. But in general, you're not going to have these really... Look at the Forbes Power 50 or whatever, the most powerful women in business that they have. How many of those chicks are you going to be going to bed with? There's, there's absolutely a valid point that you're making. I'm not going to take that away from you. And ladies out there, I know that there's some very smart girls. Now, the term smart is relative. On this, are you book smart? Are you street smart? Are you witty smart? There's all sorts of definitions of smart. Okay. I mean, earlier this week, we've had Steve on the show who's incredibly smart in many facets and including trivia. But there's a few things that we brought up that he had not researched. So, I mean, what the term smart is all relative. So, smart girls out there, did you know Cindy Crawford was actually a biology major? And that means absolutely nothing. It means absolutely nothing, but she has the capability to study and retain information. Who cares? She's Cindy Crawford. We're just looking at her. Exactly. That's my point. There's smart girls out there that look amazing. And there's 
girls out there that are amazingly beautiful that, you know, can't rub two stones together because they're not smart enough to put it together. Fine. So where's that balance? You know, and like I said out there, we both have said there is definitely a correlation of what we will put up with because of a a girl's looks. Well, I got the balance. (laughs) I got a beam for them to balance on. That's that's okay. Jeez, it's always (laughs) got to be like that with you. Because as I said, Robin, who cares? I am not going to look at a picture of Cindy Crawford and say, you know what will make that picture even better? A chemistry book. I I, I mean, who cares? Oh, come on. Everyone's played the uh, naughty nurse and the... uh, what is it? The school teacher and yes, and Mrs. My, Robinson. Yes, and, and my erection is not going to be contributed to by her rounding off pie. <laughs> Who cares? Rounding off pie. You said rounding. There you go. See, <laughs> even you're a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, we've said this in the episode several, several times. I mean, you need to, there's certain levels of maintenance you need to do, uh, men and women. So. Girls out there, they're like, you know what? I'm something special inside and things like that. Guys out there are visual creatures. We uh, we start our first assessment on looks, and we start there. If there's something amazing inside, that's fantastic. The amount of what we will put up with definitely has a bearing on how well you look. I mean, there's there are hot girls that I have dated that I don't know why I dated them aside from their looks. And I'm I'm going to be shallow on this. I absolutely stuck around way longer than I had patience for because of their looks. And you? You're proving my point. You're proving okay. my point right there. Hot but dumb. But I also know quality of life. I You know what? I don't want to waste time with just casual dating. I want to spend time. Like How my time wasting time? Go out and buy drinks and buy dinner and I'd, I'd rather be working on something and spend time with someone that I know it's going to go someplace. I don't want some casual fling. Okay. Well, if you have a casual fling and it develops into a relationship, that's great. Well, if we can't get past like, do you know how to spell Montana? Then, Which is why you don't go around giving chicks intelligence tests. Who cares? Can they suck the basketball through the garden hose? That's really the only requirement that you have. That's not the only requirement I have. Give me a break. I like good conversation. I like women that help inspire me. That's not their job. That's your job. I inspire myself for sure. But I mean, it goes back to some other things that we were saying, which is the behind every great man stands an even better woman. Bullshit. I believe that. And also the right woman can make you the wrong one can break you for sure. There's been women that have come into my life and that I've dated that as soon as they're there, My attention isn't focused on me. It's focused on them. It's not focused on my career. It's not focused on work. It's not focused on working out. It's not focused on bettering myself. It is being with them. And that's not healthy. That's because the sex is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. And the sex has been fantastic with more than one girl. So. No, but that's a problem. Uh, you know, look, as, as far as in this whole, I, I want to put that notion to bed about great men and greater women garbage, okay? These great men, we've talked about this before. Great men would be great men even if it wasn't for the broads they were with. They would be. Right, which leads into the right woman can help you. All right, the right partner, I'm going to say, can help develop you. It should be a symbiotic they can. thing. They, I'm saying growth together. Because if you're growing, you could be two great people. If you're growing in different directions, it's not going to work. Right. But you don't need a broad to make you great. 
No, you don't. It can help, but you it don't can, need it. It can help flourish and nurture who you are in your growth. Fine, but you don't have to have that. It's, okay. it's nice. And I've had, you know, I, you know what? I like a cheerleader. I like a woman who's really smart and has her own life and does her own thing. But if I'm off to an audition or a meeting or a pitch meeting or whatever it might be, or a filming or taping, I like a cheerleader. I like a girl that's like, woohoo. And you know what? I've coincidentally, I, I happen to have dated a lot of cheerleaders and a few prom queens. Well, you know, the thing is, though, it's uh, that that sounds great. And a lot of guys go in thinking that. But let me give you the reality of it. I saw uh, a fantastic documentary recently, and it was called The Captains. And this was produced uh, by William Shatner. And he he interviewed all of the captains, all of the actors and the actress who had played captains on uh, the different Star Trek franchises. Geek. And uh, I'm, hey, a, you know, I'm a Star Trek fan too, hey, mainly know, Star Wars. It's a billion dollar industry. So I love fun. Star Trek, but and no, the, um, some Star Trek. What happened? Is there was a great part in this documentary where they all talked about their relationships, and all of them said how Star Trek basically ruined a marriage for them. Um, uh, Kate Mulgrew, who played um, Captain Janeway, and the, she's the only female captain, she said that uh, she was a single mom at the time, and her children won't even watch. They refuse to watch her series because of the work they had to put in. So what's, what happened is they, they would have to work 14, 18-hour days on these sets. They weren't out playing. They weren't out gallivanting. They were at work. And that caused so much tension that they had to, you know, th their marriages ended over it. So what I'm saying to your point is that, yes, you want the cheerleader and you want the person who's going to cheer you on at the audition, but that's the same person who's going to tell you that they can't stand the fact that you're away for 18 or 20 hours on a shoot and they're going to pack up and leave because part of being a cheerleader is being able to sacrifice. It's not just saying positive things to you. And most people don't think about that before they, they sign the paper to be your cheerleader. So what I'm saying is that that's a great notion that you put, but the reality is it doesn't stand the test because once you're working 20 hours in a day, they're not going to understand that. Okay, agreed with the amount of hours and working, for sure. That is definitely... Especially, especially in our industry. If you, if you want to be a clerk at, at a store, okay, that's fine. You're going to work in eight hours to eight and a half hours. You're going to be back home by, by six o'clock, and that's fine. You have a routine. But especially in the industry that we work in, to have a cheerleader, that's, you know, that, that's going to last as long as, you're, as, long as you don't change when, from when you meet them, then, then fine. You'll be okay. But the second your work picks up or the second you're a little bit busier, then that's when it falls apart. For sure. And in our industry, I mean, you and I are producers as well and writers and we're selling projects. So there's never a time where we're done working. When the cameras are not rolling and we're not taping, we're still working on other projects. So I understand that. However, some actors, when they're not rolling and they're not going for a role, they have a lot of time off. They do. And they're able to be at home, be in a relationship, be there. That's fine. And it's um, it's a definitely a pendulum. I dated this one girl in Santa Monica that she was working the eight to five kind of hours Monday through Friday never brought work home with her and she was done she wanted evenings and weekends and sometimes I was taping filming writing and I couldn't stick to that schedule during the day I had sometimes I had tons of free time and she didn't she was at work but when she was done because she had a very rigorous schedule like it was set Monday through Friday that was it five o'clock she's done and she wanted something to fit to her life. And we were not a match because of that. So 
with us, if we have that hard schedule, we want someone that can complement us, not someone that also has that horrendous schedule when it comes to filming, taping, and 18 hours a day. I like the cheerleader. I absolutely love the cheerleader. I well, And on in addition, there was uh, an actress that I dated. Whenever she had an audition or a taping or filming or whatever it was that she was doing, no matter what was going on, how busy I was, I put the stuff aside and I was like, go get them, you know, knock them dead. And I was there for them. I was right there saying, woohoo, go ahead. I was supporting what they were doing. However, I really like the girl that's a cheerleader for me. I mean, I don't have an ego the size of yours. I mean, I don't think God has an ego the size of you, dude. But, Thank you. But uh, I definitely love that cheerleader. And I've actually had someone I was with take a picture and send it to me on their cell phone of them with their cheerleader u- uniform on. And that was awesome. I was like, that is so fucking cool. I like the cheer. I love the cheerleader. And right. But what I'm saying is what I'm saying as well. That's fine. But, but she also but had great legs is, too. And re- great re- smile and great rack. Realistically. Uh-huh. That person does not understand what they're signing up for. No, they don't. They do not understand. And when they eat enough dinners alone, when they spend enough time by themselves in the house because you're off at work, that cheerleader enthusiasm fades. So what's the answer? It is a sad reality. I am not trying to advocate divorce or marriage or anything. I'm just the the reflection of reality that, and especially in the case of women, because I don't date men, so I don't know. I've never dated a man before. Um, I can tell you from personal experience, it's difficult because the perception is not that you're going to work. It's that you're, you're just gone. It doesn't matter why you're gone. You're just gone for too long. Or like you said, because just because you're not in front of the camera doesn't mean you're working. If you, if you do production, if you work in in the capacity of a producer, so you're at home and you're always sending out emails or you're always jotting down ideas or you're always working on something else. or you're responding to something or it's, you know, it's, it's one of these things that our professions are not just something that we just can do it's something you have to love and if you love something you tend to it and i mean there's been plenty of times i've gone on vacations and and had to deal with heated arguments because i'm still working i have two things to say number one sexting is awesome and that can help there you go that's that's number one number two your manager case in point she's hot and she's like a cheerleader yeah, she's my manager. That's her function. She's your manager. Okay, yeah. But I'm saying that I can't use that. I mean, of course, that's what that's what my manager is supposed to do. Is, but is there to help can, keep me sane like that. My point is there can be a really hot, attractive girl out there that is absolutely a cheerleader and also business-oriented and can categorize the stuff. And she, she's great in conversation. She's well, smart. When you meet her and Bigfoot at the next party you go to, let me know. I've already met her. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, so I don't know who this person is. Um, So maybe there's there's a correlation between what we will put up with and also what we want and what we deserve. Yeah, but I'm just saying that a lot of people, they they don't see behind the curtain before they they sign up. They think that they're going to have this, you know, this fabulous lifestyle because of you and what you do and who you are. They don't realize it takes a lot of work to 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 do this, to do what we do. To, to work in a, in a strenuous... And, and it doesn't just mean the entertainment industry. It can be you own a chicken shack somewhere. It doesn't matter. If you're a business owner, if you do something like that, there's a lot of work that goes into it. But a lot of people meet you and they think, oh, you have this fabulous lifestyle and this is all just great. And you can work whenever you want. You set your own hours. Yeah. And since you love what you do, your hours are 
24-7. Mm-hmm. That's true. There, And your rewards are strictly based on how much effort you put in. So if you want to take a day off and watch cartoons all day, then that's your thing. If you do not want to do anything that day, then that's it. You're not going to bring in any money. Right. And most people who own a business or they have that much initiative, they, they're going to always work. For sure. So questions on that. Comments. Send them on in to titaniumbros at gmail.com.